the final countdown. <laughs> this is what happens every single time. You just let them fly tonight, huh? <laughs> I'm finna do it all night, actually. Lionel Richie? Hey, why not? All night long. All right, all right. Let me all stop. Night. I was Whoa. And then you come in. All night. I'm chilling. Sure. Do you guys, if you haven't already, uh, do you plan to have a conversation about the contract before the season begins? Oh, we actually did. We, we did. You know, it's a conversation. That's all. We're just keeping it private. Yeah. So uh, it's been 24 hours. Got my money? Oh, all right. <laughs> you know what? Just give me till next Friday. I'll have it for you. Oh. Oh, that's funny. I could have sworn I said have it today. Yeah, I don't have it. Sorry. Oh, well, all right then. Mm, that's good, OJ. Ah! Ah! Yeah, that hurt. Ah! That hurt. What the hell? Yeah, it ah! feels so good, does it? Ah! No, huh? Yeah, that's what happens, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's what happens. Where's my money? You gonna give me my money? Where's my money, man? You enjoyed that Oh my goodness That is one of the funniest TV Damn. scenes ever Just forget about animated Forget about whatever you want to pigeonhole family guy into That is one of the funniest TV scenes ever And I didn't see it <gasps> Man Don't make a fool out of me man <laughs> Don't make a fool out of me and Clean yourself up <laughs> What? I was the big family guy Guy <laughs> so, so it's a great show You know what's also great The fact that Like Brian is obviously Like a humanoid Type character mm-hmm. And when he gets Out of the shower <laughs> He actually shakes off Like a dog first He does And then, like, and then he puts his towel he'll on He'll randomly do dog things Yes But also like Like That whole episode Like you think mm-hmm. of all the things That Stewie did to him Like Hit him with a flamethrower I think he shot him In the kneecap <laughs> And, and it's like, bro, like he would have been dead. Mm-hmm. Bro, Stewie was take man. You ever just seen it just like on like social media either? Here and there. I'll, I'll indulge. I'll put it on my list. Man, that message is ridiculous. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome one, welcome all. Welcome near, welcome far. Welcome to the one and only, the number one sports podcast in America, the Somebody Said Podcast. North or South? North, south, east, west, don't matter. True. Sure. True. All over. Fellas, how you feeling? How you feeling? How was your weekend? Mine was good. It was good. You you went to uh, Miami, right? I did go down there. I got a chance to spend a little time with little bro Cam. Okay. Shout out to Cam. I got, uh, got a chance to uh, hang out. Went to this really cool restaurant in Miami. Have I you seen, ever? I seen you post that. Did I? Yeah. I posted it? Was it the restaurant you had the wings? Oh, no, no, no. That's oh. Flanagan's. Oh, oh yeah. Hey, if you want wings, you're in South Florida, go to Flanagan's. Gotcha. Great wings. Um, but no, I went to a black-owned restaurant called the Red Rooster. Roof? Red Rooster. Yeah, in Overtown. In Overtown. Yeah. Did you go upstairs into the lounge? No, it was for brunch, so there you couldn't go upstairs. Yeah. Okay. Marcus Sanderson's uh, restaurant. The chef. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'll check it out. If you're in South Florida, you're in Miami, go there. Also... Lesser known, like that place, like nice, mm-hmm. like that place is nice. More like local, 
Spot Jackson Soul Food is like around the corner. They in there serving chitlins. Hey man, like, with it. again, this is a this it's is a local spot. Yeah, it's like legit overtime, which revolves around that big four or five. By the way, yeah, and which is also literally next door to Winwood. It's so weird. Is it like a hole in the wall? Because this weekend, me and Asha was just driving around looking for a hole in the wall. Because oh, nice. we, we normally go to Wings and Things, and it's no longer existing. Wings and Things. Yeah, off of uh, Ninth Ninth Street. Never been. If you need wings at four a.m. back then. Hmm. That was a spot. Wings and things. Wings and things. Huh. Now we were just driving around the hood just looking for a hole in the wall. You still not support tasty wings? No. Nah. Off GP? <laughs> a- Asians shouldn't be able to cook wings like that. It's racist. <laughs> it's not racist. It's Asian racist. people fry food amazingly well. And apparently they have great crabs and... Yes. Yes. They have great food, period. You know, actually just across the board, just it's, it's, great food. It, yeah. There's not a problem about it being located in the black community and catered to the blacks. No, because we want it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> catered I mean, to me all day. Right. I mean, yeah, it's racism. What? Mm-mm. Whatever. Mm-mm. Pump. Yeah. How was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was 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 good. <clears throat> um, you took a flight. I did. I took a flight um, to Tallahassee. Landed in a corner. Who field. takes a flight to Tally? Somebody that doesn't want to drive. I know that 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 uh, airstrip is in a cornfield. <laughs> uh, no, it's actually on a cotton field. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> what was, the, what was the name of the airline? I flew back American. It's Silver Airways. No, no, no. It, today my flight was American. American flew you from Tallahassee to Tampa. I don't believe. No, it. no. Today I flew from Tallahassee to Miami. Miami. In Miami. Tampa. So the flight from Tallahassee was what airline? American. Now my flight from flight Tampa to Tallahassee. What was that? Silver. Silver, which is owned A by Delta. operated by Delta. Delta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can hear him now. Y'all better buckle up. We're taking off right now. Had the, <laughs> had the propellers on it. Uh, the flight going into Tally, yes, yeah, yeah. All right. which I had never understood the point of the seatbelts, which I told the flight attendant. You'll understand it once the the plane starts crashing. If that plane's going down, that's it. That nah, safety but it, belt ain't gonna do nothing. No, nah, but if you if I mean, you, you just could, if you just drop altitude by like you just drop five thousand feet, but you don't crash, you will need that set, that seatbelt. Sure, you could not die and drop five thousand feet. Sure, yeah. sure. Glad you made it back. I, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. All right, fellas, we got a, a packed show, a lot of NBA. Uh, you guys saw some spring ball. Mm-hmm. I got a gripe against the ACC network. Show the game. <laughs> you got USF on ESPN. I'm looking for the game. I can't find it. So I didn't watch the game live. I went back and watched some clips on YouTube. But you was guys. It, on, what was it, where it was wasn't it? on anything. It, you had to have ESPN Plus. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it was weird. Huh. But USF was on ESPN. Miami was too. I couldn't find the Miami game either until after the fact. It was uh, mm. ESPN Plus as well. Oh, um, oh, it was the ACC Network. Yeah, yeah, but they weren't showing it at the time that the game started. They showed it after the game was over. That's weird. Because I was looking for the Miami game too. Yeah. But Florida, of course, they're on TV. That was seven to snoo- ten snooze fest. It was also on a Thursday. There's nothing else on. We'll get into it. The Somebody Said Podcast is sponsored by The Red Lady Rum Punch, the number one beverage for the Somebody Said Podcast. Jared, you're, you're on the chopping block at this point. Ouch. There's no cans. Wow. Cans. Yes. Cans. None of them. We're also sponsored by Window to Wall Solution, where they build a dream home for a reality price. <laughs> <laughs> 
Awkward pause. <laughs> know where we're at this week. Also, follow us on Instagram at Somebody Said Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Somebody Said Pod. The website. Mm, go go to the website. There uh, it is. www.sspsports.com. There's two articles on the website. None by myself, mm. <laughs> of course. Uh, Breeze has an article up on uh, the Hurricanes, their spring game. He's going to, if you want to, or you're a Miami fan, you want to review for that spring game, you could check his article up on the website. Also, Chai's got an article up for the playoff prediction for the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. He took a shot at me. He got, he got an article up before myself, which is yeah, fine. Yeah, you know, his, his, his article is so biased. He's mm-hmm. so biased. What? Shout out to him for, for putting up content because not everybody does it. Shout out. <clears throat> wow. Okay. Shout out to Chai. Go check it out. A lot of shots coming out today. <clears throat> Let's get into some Somebody Said trivia. Cool. Vince, one more wrong answer, and Kellyanne is going swimming. Spell column. Column. C O L L U M. Column. Sorry about that. What? Oh, listen. <laughs> and he said it with so much confidence. He knew he was right. Yeah. Column. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then repeated didn't, at didn't, the end. Didn't pause or nothing. Uh, just straight column. through. Immediately. Oh, L-L-U-M. Column. Oh, I got that. Mm-hmm. I got this. <laughs> Easy. Julie went swimming with the fishes. Oh, man. What show was that? Column. Where they all come from? It's the <laughs> real world road rules challenge. It's a very hard thing to say. They're idiots. Big buffoons. Very idiots. competitive, though. Yeah. Definitely idiots. Super idiots. But you guys aren't. You guys will get all these questions right. Oh, boy. Look at you. Pump. Set up. Who was the only Harlem Globetrotter player to win league MVP in the NBA? This is easy. A, Moses Malone. B, Magic Johnson. C, Metalark Lemon. D, Wilt Chamberlain. Give me Wilt the Stilt. Yeah, it was Wilt. Wilt it is. Breeze. But Meadowlark is a great name. It is. What NBA player was thrown out of a record 127 games? (laughs) (laughs) A, Vern McKelson. Shout out to Vern. B, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. C, Rasheed Wallace. D, Dennis Rodman. (laughs) There's a little competition there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with Rasheed, actually. Yeah, I want to go with Sheed too, actually. You going with Sheed? Yeah. It was Vern. It was Vern? <laughs> Vern! 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 All right. Shout out to Vern. He's a power forward. <laughs> Known for his tenacious defense. No, nah, Vern was acting up. Vern was in the game that long. <laughs> Vern was cutting food. <laughs> Vern was foul as soon as he got in the game. Come on, man. He had six. Using them up. All of them. Pump. Yeah. What player won all st- one? All-Star MVP, NBA MVP, and Finals MVP in 2000. A, Tim Duncan. B, Michael Jordan. C, Kobe Bean Bryant. D, Shaquille O'Neal. Want me to repeat the question? All-Star, NBA, and Finals MVP. In 2000. Oh man. Uh give me Diesel. What are the options again? Tim Duncan, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, 
Shaquille O'Neal. Is this the old? Is this the ninety nine two thousand season or the two thousand two thousand one season? It just says two thousand. Give me Tim Duncan. Shaquille O'Neal. It had to be two thousand two thousand one because we didn't go to the finals in two thousand. We won oh one oh two oh three. Then we lost to the Pistons oh four. So it was 2000, 2001. That's why the question matters. It, it said 2000. Rigged. <laughs> Cheetah. <laughs> Cheetah. Did the Spurs make it to the finals in 99? I don't know, but Shaq won the one in the 99, 2000. Uh, yeah, the Spurs played the Knicks in 99. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, that, was that was a lockout year. Okay. <sighs> so wait, wait a minute. But the Spurs never won back-to-back titles. It wasn't about back-to-back, though. We didn't. No, go no I'm to, saying, but we the, didn't go to the championship in '99, 2000. So if it would have been the '99, 2000 season, so who, it wouldn't have been Shaq because he couldn't have won Finals MVP. So who was in the 2000 Finals? I don't know. It wasn't the Lakers. All right, we can look it up. Let's keep rolling, Stat Man. Let's go. Breeze, which player holds the NBA record for most assists in a single game? Oh, hey. Scott Skiles. Scott. B. Rajon Rondo. Dope. C. Jason Kidd. It's a tough one. Uh, D. John Stockton. Give me Rajon. Rondo. Scott Skiles. Scott. Wow. Wow. Uh, Piston, I mean, sorry, Pacers and Lakers was the 99 2000 NBA Finals. What? So, yeah, so the question that. was right. Yeah. So you guys won two thousand. We went to you played AI in O two and O one and then O two finals. But it was O one O two. No. Is what I'm saying. It was the O one O two season. Then that was the last that, that was the last title of your three peat. No, that wasn't the last title of the three peat. Yeah. Two thousand, two thousand one, right. two thousand two. I gotta go look. I gotta look it up. Good. Look it up. All right. Pump. The Spurs won the year we won our first, but right before we won our first, right. one. they won in '99. But that's the '99 2000 season. No, it's not. Oh, actually, no, it's no, the '98. Yeah, you're right. I stand corrected. I've been wrong before. What NBA player was named Houdini of the Hardwood? Is it the tiebreaker? You sound like you know this one. I do know yeah. this one. You want me to just tell you now? Just tell us, Bob Cousy. Did you know that? Yes. Okay. Right guy. Really good. Holy Cross. Oh, uh, shout out to um, quarterback. Our boy. Yeah, from yeah. Um, Jesuit. Uh, something Skowski. <laughs> it wasn't Skowski. Yeah, it was. <laughs> no, it was. It was one of those names. Number 16, Skowski. <laughs> All right, let's get into some Chai's mailbag. That's why we can't get these kids on these shows. <laughs> Here's the mail at night. Charles Mailbag, question numero uno. Okay, fellas, bracket is set. Article has dropped. Stanley Cup playoffs are shown. Go, Mapes. What is your. Hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Very nice. What is your Stanley Cup final predictions? I got one, I got one take. And Charles made, uh, he made mention of this in his article. A President's Trophy winner has not won the Cup in 10 years. I don't think that changes this year. The Bruins just had a record season, most points, <clears throat> most wins. I do not think they're going to win at all. Hmm. 
So so they've they've gotten to a final. They just haven't won it. I guess. Okay. Huh. Ooh. You know what? I'm 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 I'm, I'm I think they're gonna buck that trend. I feel like we kind of said the same thing about the Avalanche last year, where they were just this, the clearly the most dominant team last year. No, but they didn't win. They must not have won the President's Trophy. I see what you're saying, though. They were most dominant. I got you. Right? I mean, like, obviously the Bruins are having, what, the greatest regular season of all time? Yes. So I can see why you're expecting that letdown, because we've seen that before. We've seen, what, back in the day, the Mariners, I think, set the single-season record. They still didn't get there. We've seen the the Patriots do it. Mm -hmm. It's hard to just continue that dominance throughout an entire season. All right. Um, But I feel like they'll, they'll, I think they'll, they'll be okay. I think we said the same thing about the Avalanche again last year, and they were dominant all the way to the end and took home a cup. Okay. Give me the Mapes and the Avies. Are they the Avies? No, they're just the Avs. I actually am going to agree with y'all. If you haven't, if you go read the article, he actually went through the entire process of looking at every matchup, predicting it all the way to the end. I do agree with him. Mapes don't get out the first round again, and heads will roll. Wow. Where do you got your, your lightning? Where does he have your lightning? He has the lightning losing in the second round to said Bruins. Okay. Beating the Mapes and then losing to the Bruins in the second round. Okay. Which I actually think we match up pretty well with the Bruins. I mean, according to you, you're when you guys are playing at your best, you're the, you can win a, a, a cup. Yeah, but they're, I agree. they're fat I, I and happy according to you as well. So Hey man, maybe the maybe the light switch comes on. I don't know. I hope it don't. The switch is there. Uh you shouldn't, I mean. Shouldn't. Switch is there. We'll see, I guess. All right. Question number two. Who is the bigger NBA bust? <clears throat> Greg Oden or Zion Williamson? Zion. It it's too early still. It's it's Greg Oden. No. It, Zion's been in the league what three years? And he's played what three games? <laughs> I give him five. <laughs> but when he's on the court, he's dominant. When we 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 saw Greg Oden on the court, he was never dominant, right? So let's just give the kid an opportunity to get healthy. Um, I think <laughs> three three years ain't enough. <laughs> that's, a, that's a thousand days. <laughs> no, nah, he's you he, he still get five years, and then you're considered a bust. Give him a chance. Um, I think there was a stat where he was the only rookie to have 30 points in like mm-hmm. 20 straight games or something. I think that's one of our trivia questions. Yeah, so he's when he's on the court, he's not a bust. It's just injuries. And I think once you get to the four or five-year mark and he's still having the injury bug, then we could kind of label him. Like Greg Oden, I think, Breeze, you said he was supposed to be the next Shaq. To, to a certain degree, the yeah. next dominant big man in the league, and he's had his opportunities healthy, and he wasn't that. He, what he showed in college, he wasn't that on the NBA court when he's healthy. So I'm just labeling it off of both players being healthy on an NBA court. Now, if we're just talking about injuries, then yeah, he's a bust. But let's just give him some time to get healthy. Even though he's my guy, I don't like what he came out and said. He's like, I'm, I'm, I feel good, I'm healthy, but I don't feel like myself. What, what, what the hell does that mean? Next year is going to be the, um, the end for him because this was actually his fourth year. 
So yeah, I think the Pels they need to trade him, but I don't think he's a bust yet. I mean, trade him for what? Whatever you could get. <laughs> Purple couch. He is arguably the biggest bust, in my opinion. Like, not even just comparing him to Greg. Greg was supposed to be dominant, but we've seen many big men come into the league that are supposed to be dominant. Sam Bowie was supposed to be dominant. Uh, Kwame Brown was supposed to be dominant. Andrew Bynum. We've seen bigs come into the league that are supposed to be dominant, but it's kind of like flip a coin with bigs. Zion was supposed to be the first of his kind. We had never seen anything like it. He was supposed to be on the next, like, the Jordan LeBron trajectory mm -hmm. yeah. and the hype was way bigger because okay. he Greg didn't have social media the way Zion when you, did. When you see Zion on the court, what do you see? On the court, what do you see? Do you see anybody in the league guarding him? Um no. 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 So <clears throat> the Mangles gonna guard themselves eventually. That's what I'm saying. Take just, just outlast them a few games. Take the injuries out of it you, for now. I can't though. The, the it's, reason it's that still a small wait, the reason size. they're both on this list is because they were bust and the injuries caused it. Greg Oden had major injuries. Yeah. You say he never performed. Well, he couldn't. He, couldn't. he was always hurt. So he, he couldn't. He never played a full year. He so, played sixty one games in his third season. But how did he do in those sixty one games? But if he's already broken up, it doesn't matter. I'm already broken up. Yeah. The injuries are, even if I'm playing, I'm not the Greg Oden I used to be because the injuries won't let me be. That's like asking Jerome Bettis to go out and carry the, the ball 10 times. He can. Physically, he cannot do it. This is a very scary thing that I'm looking right now. 61 and 61, 24 and 21, 29 and 23. Those are the games played for the only full seasons of each player. So yeah. They're almost identical at this point. Like Greg Oden was in the league from 07 to 2014. He was out four years, only played three. So far, Zion's been out for one full season, only played three, and they have the same amount of games in those in those seasons that where they played. That's spooky. He's on a Greg Oden pace. That's spooky. But then look at the numbers though, as far as when they did play. No, I get no, I get it. You're right. The so you talent, gotta you gotta take that into the talent, consideration. The too. talent is there when he's there, but I can't compare you off of twenty nine games. But also but being you, a but being a bust is relative to your projections. Nobody cares that Gary Payton the second is a role player. Nobody will right. say, well, he's a bust. Well, it's because there were no expectations. <clears throat> right. Zion's expectations were way higher than Greg Oden's. In that case, I agree. Derrick Rose, right? We all know what Derrick Rose could or should have been because of his injuries. Mm -hmm. But he actually maxed out his potential. He won an MVP. Yeah. Correct. Now, if before, Zion had won an MVP before something, then we can say, okay, no, he, we knew what he could have been. Mm -hmm. I still really don't know what Zion could be because he's only played 61 games or more than 29 games once. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Because the league also know. adjusts to you. If you come in and you're a dominant force, unless you were in that just upper echelon mm -hmm. of the greats ever, the league will eventually adjust. And the league hasn't even had, they haven't had to. He ain't playing. Yeah, I can't make that call right now. Mm -hmm. I dig it. Right. Well, I made it for you. <laughs> who, f <laughs> who fails upward the best? Willie. Come on. Josh Gaddis, he has a Josh Gaddis thing. Where is he at? Maryland? He's the, yeah, he's at Maryland. He's the offensive coordinator in Maryland. Stuff. Uh, or this week's new entry, Cliff Kingsbury, which we've talked about Cliff before. Yeah. You can't compare anybody to Willie at this point. Really? I think Cliff. Cliff fell into USC. That's he got an <laughs> NFL head coaching job. Like, oh, Willie has never sniffed that. Oh, you mean like his overall yeah, like who has okay. failed up the like Cliff Kingsbury yeah, yeah, okay. failed his way into an NFL HC job. But then you gotta count in the fact that Willie is black. 
Willie so, will never. <laughs> that's a, that's a bigger. Fault. Even still, he will never sniff that NFL money. Not like that. Not like Cliff. I know we laughed about like next year he'll be on like. NFL coaching staff. Bro, but but at Cliff least, was a head coach after least. having, I think, a 500 season at Texas Tech. Fair enough. I was yeah. going to say at least he showed that he had the potential to be a good coach. Pretty sure he was 500 at Texas Tech his last year. Maybe he was like just above 500. He molded Pat Mahomes. Sure. <laughs> or maybe Pat Mahomes is always just going to be great. Yeah, I, I, I don't have a comeback for that. That's nah, crazy when Cliff is pulling off. No, nah, it's definitely Cliff. Um, number four, is there anyone who has declared for the NBA draft that has surprised you? I got one, but it's only because I'm a fan of that team. I'm a little surprised Derek Lively went. You really didn't show anything besides the ability to rim run and protect the rim. So I was a little surprised Derek Lively went. Of all the players on the Duke team, he was one I definitely thought would come back. And then Kyle Filipowski, who was like ACC uh, I think freshman of the year or in the running for it, he comes back. Can I'm I, like, that's random. Can I piggyback off that question a little bit? Is there anybody actually in the NBA draft this year that you guys really care about? Scoot. Scoot. That boy is Scoot Anderson can ball. He can, but do we really care about him? Oh, yeah, I care I about think the only, I think the only player we care about is Victor. That's yeah. it. After the number one pick, maybe the kid from Alabama, but other than that, eh, who else? Give me another name. I can't say that I'm praying on Victor's downfall, but I am anxiously waiting to see how it turns out. If he is not the second coming of Jesus, Devontae Christ, <laughs> I, I got I got a lot of words for a lot of people. He better come in and take this league by storm. If he's the next, if he's Bobo, if he come in here and he's Thon Maker, or he's Chet, I got words for people. <laughs> I got words. No, I get it. I mean, the boy's been hyped. I mean. <laughs> A, a lot of hype too. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like for a year and a half now. Don't get your hopes up. Don't expect anything. He's he's gonna be on the same trajectory as uh, Giannis. Gian, we didn't know about Giannis for like no. the first five. No, years. no, no, like, no, Giannis, no. Giannis came in as a tall, frail kid with Giannis a real had talent. no he hype, none, no hype. No, I'm not saying it's from from the hype perspective. Like you can't, he can't help the hype that he got handles and he's seven eight. Or no, whatever. he. Do you have have you ever like listened to his interviews? No, he feeds into it. He knows exactly what he's doing. You got to sell the product. Okay. Well, then you better go out there and make the money. Uh, make the bread. Don't tell me you can cook. Get in the kitchen and cook it. No, he'll make the bread, but it's gonna take a while to cook. No, I, no, it ain't take a while. Giannis was not the number one overall pick that teams have been tanking for, preparing to tank for a yeah. year out. No, but, it's not the Giannis situation. But have Don't we, do that. Have we seen? Don't do have that. we seen a situation like Giannis before? They they probably looked at what Giannis became oh. and said, "Hey, let me take a chance on that." That's not what they're saying. They're not saying he's the next Giannis. They're saying. He's a seven footer. He has a handle. Giannis don't have a handle. He can shoot the three. Giannis mm-hmm. can't shoot. Still, it's not Giannis. It's not. They're trying it's, to make there's the development. To make no, I'm talking. <laughs> I'm not saying he's Giannis. I'm talking he, about the development. It could be that way. It's not going to be year one. He's not coming in the league. He's probably 200 pounds at that height. He's not coming in the league and dominating. When LeBron James was coming to the league, that's LeBron, they, and they labeled oh, him we as talking the, about LeBron. No, no, no. I'm talking about. Expectations And you're talking about Development You do not tank You don't prepare tanking 12 calendar year 12 calendar months ahead For a project You do that for the next Coming The next great To take this league by storm Nobody said 
Well, let Braun get in there. You know, let's see if he can work on his handle, yeah. if he develops a jumper. No. Who, what Braun was no. Be. Who else in this Braun draft had to be that, that day one. Apparently, went by Yama. The talent is there, man. If the right team gets them, you could mold that talent. It's Everybody in the league is talented. Everybody in the NBA is talented. I don't want to hear that. Lower your expectations. No, I mean, no, no, no. They're not rules. mine. Because yeah. I don't think he's going to be all of that. I don't think I don't think he's gonna be all of that. But I got words for people. People are arguing me down. We've never seen this before. We've never seen anything like it. How do you guard it? Okay. I mean, okay. The thing is, he'll come in. He'll probably get still sixteen and eight or sixteen and ten. But but for me, in all honesty, that's that's, sixteen and eight in this NBA. This is what I'm saying. Below that means nothing. You got guys right now who are. I don't even know who they are, and they're averaging thirty three points a game. Cam Johnson, since he went to Brooklyn, is doing better than 16 a game. So, so, again, the hype is LeBron James. Yes. The talent isn't even, to me, the talent comp isn't even Giannis. The way they describe him is Kevin Durant. Handle, yes. tall, yes. rangy, can do all the stuff. That's not Giannis. And he immediately took the league by storm. Yeah, that's Kevin okay. Durant. That's not Giannis. Let's, let's see what happens. Okay. Ugh. Last question. <laughs> and he's neither. <laughs> I don't think so either. Those, Shout out to Vic. I those think it's are two, about to be a, those uh, are two Hall of Famers you're comparing him to. To your point with Lively, I think he he's taking the money because there's nothing to develop on the offensive end. He's a he's a rim protector and he's pretty much at his ceiling. <laughs> so I could see why you would just jump at that money because you're not going to have a long career in the NBA. I think by going to the league, he guarantees he just capped out on his ceiling. The NBA. Which, I mean, I, mean, I which, could be wrong. Which for some people that's okay because. You just need that money. I don't think he's going to be a superstar by any means. I think it was one of those, I came in as the number one overall player in the country. This is kind of what I'm supposed to do. I came in, build as a one and done. I'm, I'm going to be a one and done. Harry Giles. Yeah, I guess. Harry, Harry, yeah, Harry had to go try and get whatever money he could because another year in college, he was going to end up working with me. And I wasn't going to give him a reference. No I, reference. I don't know him like that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you're six ten. You're not I supposed mean, to be here. I don't know you like it. that. I get it, man. You know, all it's, right. It's hard to get a reference from me. I ain't gonna lie to you. Hey, listen. If I'm gonna put my name on it, yeah. Especially now, no. knowing what I know, that's that's another story. You'll make a fool out of me, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Last question. With non-playoff P expected out for the series, is Terrence Mann or Bones Highland the X factor for the Flippers in their series against the Suns? Isn't Bones your man? Didn't you shout Who's out? did you shout I, out I, Bones? I, I, a I told you about ago? that no. name. Don't Bones. bring that name on here no more. <laughs> <laughs> Bones is a he's a he's a legitimate role player for that team. He's a legitimate role player. I do think if I'm going to say X factor, it's got to be Terrence Mann. Terrence Mann sees a lot of minutes. Uh, I don't know if he started. He may have started. Um, but they actually really like Terrence Mann. He does a lot of like frustrating things for opposing mm-hmm. teams. He'll hit some threes that he wasn't supposed to hit. Um, Bones Highland is that cherry on top. Like, if you get twenty from Bones, like, hey man, that's great. But it's a cherry on top type of thing. You're not a, you don't come into the game like we're banking on Bones Highland giving us this. Right. As opposed to Terrence Mann has a role on the team. There's certain things that they are expecting from him. It may not always be points, but there are expectations for Terrence on that roster. I'm gonna go with uh the six the potential six man of the year, Norman Powell. Well, it like, wasn't an option. You can't just go with someone. It was one of the two. Okay. Uh, you just, Terrence you just do whatever you want to. Terrence Mann. Oh, Ter- you grown. Ter- Terrence, Because you went to college and got your degree, and you know everything. 
No, that, that, that's how you feel in this episode. I see it. Let me take another shot. Man, Terrence, you, man, he went to Florida State. He's a two-way player, could defend the perimeter, and he could go get him a bucket. I don't like Bones anyway, so. That's what it really was. I don't know why you danced around all that other stuff. You just don't like Bones. Why don't you like him? His name is Bones. Okay. I mean, he stole that nickname from Brent Berry anyway, so. Did he? Did somebody else give it to him? Nah, Has he always he, gone by that? I don't know. Stole it. They actually like call him that. Nah, I get it. What what's is his, what's his, what's his, what his, what, what his name? mama named him? It wasn't Bones. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. His government name is Nation. Nation Bones Highland. This is probably like a childhood name because he was skinny. He his was all skinny. His mama named him Nation. I'm gonna call him Nation. Okay, bro. Whatever. That's yeah. the end of the bag. Let's get out of here. I never heard a man named Bo- black man named Bones. Me neither. It's an interesting nickname. What are we doing? All right, we're already on basketball. Let's get into the NBA segment of the show. I personally thought that was actually a very valid question. Maybe it was just me. Exciting week of NBA. A lot of games, a lot of action. I feel like we're going to get one of the best playoffs we've had in a while. I feel like that, not this past playoff for the NFL, but the the previous uh, playoffs, I feel like it's going to be to that magnitude. It's, It's LeBron's hungry, KD. It's a lot of question marks there. Kawhi's without playoff P, as uh, Chad mentioned. Pandemic P. Yeah, so it's it's a lot of excitement surrounding the playoffs. Um, watching the games this weekend, how did you guys feel about what we could expect? Um, did you guys see any games that was intriguing? And what's a game that we could keep an eye on? Uh, off top, I think I mentioned to you before, um, for the show, the Knicks and the Cavs, to me, is gonna. I think it's gonna build up to be exactly what we kind of talked about before. Those two teams are very evenly matched. I think they both play hard. Um, them and Sacramento. Come on, man! You can't double dip. Yeah, you one. Uh, take them all. Yeah, hold take on. one and move. Hold, right. Take one and pass hold, it. Hold, right. Hold on. <laughs> the reason why it's communion. <laughs> What are we doing? The reason why I mentioned both of them is because for me, I like seeing some young, fresh talent in these playoffs. And not just those teams that kind of squeak in, get in there on the, you know, seventh seed or a play in or whatever. I mean, what are we doing? I'm trying to say. Shot at Lakers. Again, young talent. Young talent has nothing to do with the Lakers. They're older. Right. So you don't want to see it. We old and we snuck in the back door. I like seeing this young talent in the NBA right now. Fresh I like, faces. I like I get, seeing De'Aaron Fox, yeah. right? I like seeing Garland. I like seeing Brunson. I like seeing what these younger teams have to do because, again, Steph is up there. Clay is up there. LeBron is up there. All these other teams, they might be passing the torch in the next couple of years. So to see what's going on, they're playing some really good high-level basketball. Like They're not fluking up on, the, on these games. Right. They're not fluking up into the playoffs. So to see these kind of teams, these younger teams, be competitive, um, we watch Sacramento do what they did against Golden State, I, I like that kind of basketball. We know what we're going to get from LeBron. 
Right. We, we know that. We know what Steph is going to do. I'm liking what I see from De'Aaron Fox, his first playoff game, and that man drops almost 40 on defending champion's head. I like that. So let's get back to the Knicks and the Cavs. Mm -hmm. Uh, The fact that Julius Randle had 19 and R.J. Barrett had seven and they still were, was able to beat the Cavs, and I think we all picked the Cavs in this series because they had a lot more talent across the board. So the fact that they get to steal one with with Julius not having – a, a very Julius-like game, and R.J. having seven. And Jalen Brunson, he carried the load with 27. Does that carry over into the next game? Because I don't, I don't foresee uh, R.J. Barrett having another seven-point game. What, does, what do the Cavs have to do to kind of get back on the right track? And do you think the Knicks could kind of win this series? Oh, you got nothing? Oh, I mean, the Knicks absolutely can win the series. 100%. Um, the Cavs the Cavs are not some dominant squad, right? I don't think they're a healthy Boston. They're a healthy Milwaukee. That's why we said when we did our preview, I think it was last week, that's the only matchup in the East that I'm actually like, that will be fun. Right. All right, if everybody's healthy, I don't expect the Boston series to be exciting at all. I didn't. Expect the Milwaukee series to be exciting at all. I guess we'll get to that yeah. at some point. Um, you know, so I wasn't looking at these other matchups in the East like, man, that could really do something. I expect Philly to wash Brooklyn. They just went up 2-0 tonight. Yeah. And literally slept walked through this game too. So that was the one game, the one series in the East that I thought could go somewhere and could be exciting. And so far, it's kind of delivering. You get a, a game one upset. I like it. Yeah. And, and to me, with the Knicks, too, is that, I mean, it's old school Bulls analysis, but I do feel like Tibbs gives a different kind of factor because he's not an offensive guy. Yeah. It just so happens that he has guys nowadays that can put up buckets, but his emphasis is always going to be on defense. And I feel you see a lot of that with New York. New York will play defense. And when it comes playoff time, this is something that we mentioned about the um, about you guys' squad Right now, who's playing the best defensive ball? Lakers, right? Yeah. So on the other side of the of the um, of the bracket, we know who can play defense, but there's going to be another team out there. I know the Knicks are going to get pushed to play defense, mm. right? Because there's nobody there who's going to constantly. I mean, even with, with it be you know Julius or Jalen Brunson, um, they might lay an egg, but they're going to win. Their bread and butter is always going to be defense, right? Just because of who their coach is, because that's that's his mo. Yeah. You brought up the Kings. I feel like Breeze, you were gonna. That was gonna be your your one game to keep an eye on. Right. I, I feel like that's that. Being part was talking before the show. I feel like that's the game for the first round. This that is the. Series. I know we're Lakers fan. We want to keep a track yeah. track on the Lakers, but that's the most exciting game of the first round. This is the series. You got the the new upstart kids to Pumps Point in Exciting. Sacramento. I think they led the league in points per game mm-hmm. on the season. So mm-hmm. the highest scoring team in the league versus one of the highest scoring organizations the last Ever. Seven, <laughs> se- seven years. Yeah. Um, you know, I think and in game one was a track meet. Yep. Like I, I jokingly said it in in uh, some other conversations I had. Whatever the over under is in those games, take the take, take the, the over. over. Take yeah. it every time. Because those boys are going to score points and score them in bunches. 123-126 came down to a last second. Steph shoots a runner three. I did. 
Which he really could have just squared up. And the thing is, only because it's Steph, you accept it. You're not, yeah, you you'd be like, well, that's a stupid shot. Not Steph. No, yeah, it, but it, it's He can Steph. hit it, but you, to your point, yeah. He, I was like, why did he shoot that? Yeah, I don't know why he shot it that way. I, I didn't like it. But that. also, I could see them taking that game and be like, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Like fill out game. Game game yeah. one, teams are completely juiced. They mm-hmm. completely hyped up. Mm-hmm. They're at home, first time in the playoffs in sixteen years, and the Warriors come out and casually almost beat them. They lost by three, and Malik Monk and uh, De'Aaron Fox had seventy points combined. Mm-hmm. Can they do that every night? Right, right. So I think Golden State is sitting in prime position because they've been through the gauntlet. They mm-hmm. know what a a seven game series look like. Like you said, this team is young and fun, but when the pressure's on, who do you trust the most? You yeah. trust Stephen Clay and Draymond and them boys. So I think it's going to be a fun series, but the fact that they they played so well and only won by three, it's a cause of concern, even yeah. though I won that game. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if I had a thought balloon over like Steph's head, like I'm sitting here even after he shot that three, and I'm like, all right, so it took a guy to drop 30 off the bench to beat us by three, I beat LeBron James. Okay. <laughs> right. No, literally, that's what Pretty I'm saying. Like, yeah. They're probably like, okay. Okay. All right, they so, won. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, and Wiggins, you could see him trying to knock some of that rust He's off. still trying yeah. to fill it out. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I I do hope the series, the series goes seven. I think though. it might go five. To be I hope it goes seven. I would give me give me seven games of that. As a fan, you yeah. want to see seven games of that. But well, and as a Laker, I want to see these other teams <laughs> get worn out. I want to see these other teams get worn yeah, out. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, let's let's not bury the lead as Lakers fan. Let's get just jumping right into Let's go Lakers. <laughs> let's go Lakers. <laughs> that was so obnoxious. <laughs> Gotta be. LeBron and AD played backseat to Austin Peter wow. Parker Reeves. <laughs> and Rui Hachimura. <laughs> Bring on the Kobe beef. Oh, my God. Bring in that Kobe beef. I need it freshly imported. Fun fact. Japan only exports 5% of the Kobe beef that it grows huh. and harvests. I'm not mad at it. Keep it. I'm I keep, need it. I'm they got it in all, L.A. Keeping all my good stuff right <laughs> they here. Got, they got 5'11 Kobe beef in L.A. You done? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, this game was about the other guys. Yeah, it, yeah, we know what LeBron and AD can do, but the other guys stepped up. Even I got to give your guy, Mister Ice in his veins, credit. Uh, he, he, he came out the gates. He took a, a couple shots. They weren't bad shots, but he took like the first three shots and missed them. And I started talking smack in the group, but <laughs> he eventually got on track and got his usual 17 to 19 points a game, yeah. five or six assists. Uh, Austin Reeves played out his mind. I just like his, his, his moxie, his decision-making and he's got grit. He's, yeah. if you get in his face, he's going to get in your face. Oh yeah. And he could easily drop a consistent 20 if he wants to. And Hotch, man, he couldn't miss from three. Man, so, shout out to Hotch. So, uh, Ruben Bain, not Ruben Bain, but uh, the I'm thinking Miami. Wow. The Bain on the on the Grizzlies. Desmond after, Bain. Desmond Bain. After the game, he's like, "Yeah, he he see that's his career high. Can he do it again? He don't have to do it again. He just needed to do it one time. You you still yeah. got LeBron and AD. So to get that game from him was a major factor in helping us steal game one. Yeah, here's the thing that I think you don't. LeBron doesn't need additional motivation to be great. Right. 
I don't think Anthony Davis really needs additional motivation, especially in the postseason. I think he really likes winning, and I think they really want to play for another chip. I don't understand why the Grizzlies feel the need to continue to egg this team on. Like, I understand that you are confident in your abilities. I understand that y'all are, you know. They haven't done nothing. Two, and that's my like, thing. Like, they are It's one thing to be confident if you've done stuff. You you guys are young and foolish. You haven't no. done a thing. Keep your head down and just go hey, through the playoffs. Handle your business. Right. Go to work. Do your thing. And but and if you want to celebrate, you want to. They feed to the crowd a lot. I'm, I'm actually okay with that. I think right. they do it a little bit much. But like in the middle of the game, they're doing it. But why are you Dylan Brooks before the Lakers even play a playing game saying? I want to play the Lakers so I can knock LeBron out of the playoffs. Or even take like, why would you even give LeBron that added motivation? Or even take his shots at Golden State. Uh, Clay got irritated and held up four fingers. Like, get some rings first. Man. I don't. Come I don't on. understand why they feel the need to try to be those people because y'all aren't cut like that, in right. my opinion. And Desmond Bain, who are you? Dylan Brooks, <laughs> who are you? You're 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 defensive stalwart. You've never won a DPOI. Y'all have, none of y'all have ever won anything. If anybody has a, a, a space to be talking, maybe it's John Morant. Or Jaron Jackson. Maybe. But even Triple J. You defaulted into a DPOI this year, I guess, sure. But I'm not, I'm not looking at Triple J like, man, he really going to shut down AD? Yeah. I want to say AD averaged 30 points a game against the Grizzlies this year. So who was he clamping? Yeah. Who, who did he win this DPOI off of? Like, I, I just don't understand and giving this team the added motivation when they already have two of the best players in the league when healthy, right? right? Well, let's, let's be honest. When they're healthy, they're two of the best players in the Absolutely. league. Why are you giving them additional fodder to come in locked in? Because LeBron yesterday didn't score a lot offensively. He kind of had a chill night. The out game. But the blocks, the defensive effort, he they made, were setting yeah. a tone. Desmond Bain said, or I think it was early in the year, oh, ain't nobody worried about them footsteps. Ain't nobody hearing them footsteps. Until you hear them. We had <laughs> 11 or 12 blocks. AD had seven blocks yesterday. That's a career high. That means he went out of his way to say, y'all will not just be casually scoring around the rim. Braun yeah. had a couple of them he smacked off the backboard. So why would you give them that additional motivation? I'm looking at the stats on this, and, and again, just, just from watching the game, you don't want to see a Laker team, you don't want to see any LeBron James team play an efficient game because that's oh, yeah. who LeBron James is. He's right. an efficient player, right? So when LeBron James is your fourth leading scorer, <laughs> you're going to lose. Yes. Because he can do whatever he wants to do. We all know that about LeBron, right? He's right. not the, the, the highest scorer of all time for no reason, yeah. right? Yeah. He can score when he wants to, but he wants to make it an efficient game, right? Yeah. If he needs to take over, sure. We've seen LeBron do it, and then he'll try to get everybody. If LeBron is going to get, what, 29 off the bench, 80 scores, 22, you get uh, another 23 from Reeves. 19 from D'Lo. So at that point, D'Lo was a three away from LeBron being the fifth highest scorer on that team. That's actually crazy. If that's what you're going to do, you're going to lose to the Lakers, or at least to, an, to a LeBron James-led team, because that's the kind of game LeBron wants to play. He wants to get all those other guys involved and get them in double digits and get their confidence high. Right. Because I can do this anytime I want to. I'm LeBron James. Yeah. Right? So right. I want to get AD going, because I think LeBron knows he, he does have to motivate AD. 
Unfortunately. I, I, no, because in all honesty, like I've seen AD play, and even when AD was in um, New Orleans, I think that Boogie motivated him a lot. Because Boogie is that guy. Boogie was only there for like a season or but two. Is it motivation? No, he, he played with Boogie for a couple seasons. I think like it's three, like, at least three seasons. Was it three? Yeah. No. Listen, AD. Look, a, AD is a great player. I'm not saying yeah. that about him, but I do feel like he needs something or somebody to really motivate him to to be that beast of a player. To be angry. Great. To play. <laughs> to right. To play <laughs> with passion. I, I, I think I was. But he was, he can sleepwalk his way right. to twenty and but twelve. But to get pushed over the line. To get pushed over to that, be that line. Dog. Because, yeah. yeah. Okay. There, there, there was there was some um, interview I was I was watching the other day, and it was a um, a player from Chicago, and he was just talking about the players from Chicago, right? Even as annoying as Pat Bev, Pat, uh, Bev is, um, Derrick Rose, all these guys from Chicago, they play with a certain type of mentality. Then all honestly, I don't always see from AD. No, he picks and chooses when he, he wants picks to and do chooses. it. So like, he doesn't really have that, right? Isaiah to, Thomas, he doesn't have that. Someone has he to have agitate it every him. night. Yeah. Every night. So if 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 LeBron is going to be that guy to get that out of him every night and say, "Listen, let's ride you for a while," but with, with but with these young but with these young <laughs> yeah. kids who haven't done anything, and mm-hmm. you're a champion, and you're playing against the defensive player of the year, mm-hmm. and you're playing against a Desmond Bain who feels the need to run his mouth. Like you don't think that like that gets AD's attention? Like yeah, you don't right, need Bron at that, that point. Yeah, yeah. Like at, at that point, it's almost like, hey, it come to the rim. Mm-hmm. I'm getting it. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, like again. And he, and I, honestly, if you are right, that makes the chirping even worse. Yeah, <laughs> because you want AD sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. You want LeBron yeah. being cavalier. See what I did there? <laughs> That's what you want. You don't want to, and you definitely don't want these other guys playing with any sort of extra fire. Right. You want D'Lo jacking up random threes, and yeah. you're firing up a team that is a dangerous squad for Sleeping no reason. Giant. Yeah, like I think it's just silly, man. And I think you know, it did not feel like it was a feel out game for LeBron. It felt like defensively they were going to set a tone and send a message. Done. Check right. the box. They actually wanted to win, done, check the box. And oh, if I can do it without having to drop 35, yeah. <laughs> sign I'm, me up. I'm saving my legs. Yeah, because now I, I can continue because LeBron knows how to win in the postseason. LeBron so gave he, Austin Reeve the ball with, with the game. He scored on 14 the line. points and in went the fourth into the quarter. quarter. He scored nine straight points at one point in the fourth quarter. And, and again, Bron's smart enough to say, to Pump's point, okay, all right, cool. Hey, uh, Austin, you going to take us to the promised land tonight? That's cool. I'll be here later. Hey, game two, if y'all need it, you know where to find me. Mm-hmm. So I, I just – I think that's silly on Memphis. Um, and I, I thought we were going to win this series anyway. Mm. I, thought I, I, think I, I thought I saw a motivated and a focused Anthony Davis and LeBron James – and those other guys who are like, hey, I'm going to give my best effort too, yeah. which makes that team really scary. And then now Memphis could be playing without John oh, Moran. John. Yeah. They're in trouble. Yeah, I was, just, I was just about to bring that up. And John they were put, losing without yeah. him. Let's be clear. He played 30 minutes, got 18 points, but it doesn't seem like he'll be there for at least the next two games. Could the Lakers go up 3-0? They can one hundred percent. Easy. Memphis is a good team without him. Let's let's They're also actually be clear. better without him. I think. Oh, is it statistically better? I yeah. think you you brought that stat up. I, I know yeah. they're like really they're winning percentage. Yeah, they can, they can win really without him. Without Again, him. I think I think that Memphis is actually a good team. Which I think teams can win sometimes without their best player. 
maybe not on a consistent you know basis like that. I mean, Jaw's not out for 30, 40 games. Right. Right. We're not talking about that kind of you know consistent winning. I think they're good enough to win. I don't think they're good enough to now beat a team as talented as the Lakers with the type of talent they do have right. in a seven-game series. It, it's disappointing for me if Ja's going to be out for even even one game. As a fan, you get robbed just of the ta- watching that talent a, on the stage. A little bit. I mean, I, again, I, after watching that game, I don't I don't know if it would matter unless Ja's going to go out there and say, all right, man, I'm, I'm going to put 45 on your head every night. But you know what? I don't think he can against you know what? the team. Vando, man, you got to give Vando. Uh, he, he doesn't put up buckets on the offensive end, but he's just as athletic. Ja's obviously uber athletic. He's yeah. nuts, but – he could jump with him. He could run with him, and he's a bit longer than him. So he's he's gonna apply pressure and make it hard for a guy like Ja to score. So that he's gonna be an unsung hero in the playoffs. And the Lakers are un, unlike how we were to start the year. This is a tall team. Mm-hmm. We have height now. There was one particular play that that the Grizzlies like to run. It's a double drag set they run where Triple J sets a hard screen. Desmond Bain kind of sets a faint ghost screen, and John Morant comes around both of them and attacks the rim. Anthony Davis was standing there waiting for him, mm-hmm. and just went straight up. Okay, if you're gonna if you're gonna score that, yeah. fine. Right, tip of the cap. But let's be honest, nine times out of ten, most people are not scoring that regularly. Yeah. So you're talking about a team that has athleticism, has size. Has guys who can step up on a random night. Mm-hmm. D'Lo can give you a random 19. Austin can give you a 22-23. Rui goes off four for five from three and gives you... What, 29? Um, yeah, 29 <laughs> off of the... I mean, five of six from three gives you 29. And he's, what, we, six eight? But we've seen Dennis Schroeder go for 25. Yeah, easy. Right? We've seen Malik Beasley go five for six from three on a random night. We've seen where other guys on this team can show up and it's just like, well, who's going to be it today? Right. Troy who's Brown might have today? 15 points. Yeah. Out of nowhere. So, you know, that's a dangerous team. And I thought we were going to win the series anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a good matchup for Memphis. But I'm also not afraid of anybody in the West not named Phoenix and not named Golden State. I get it. But before we, before we move on, and I, I know we got to, yeah. like, Memphis. Memphis has been, what, the one or two seed the past two years now, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and when I watch Ja play, like, Ja's one of those people where I, I actually want to make sure I see him play at least once, like, while he's still in this condition. Yeah. yeah. I, feel like the, the, I feel like Memphis will never be able to win these kind of series or at least against a team that's either like L.A. or has, you know, uh, vet talent, whatever that is. I feel like – does it feel like Ja Morant works too hard to get his points? Yes, uh, yeah. Right. When I watch, like, I watch Steph Curry put up forty, and it's easy. Right. We watch Clay put up forty. What he dribbled eleven times or something like right. that. This is within a system. The he, ball keeps moving. It's not a lot of work. So yeah. hard to even just get to that. And he wants to, you know, put everybody in the basket, like yeah. go to the hole. But you're also not six 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 seven six six nine, and built. Right. Right. Like we watch like Jordan get bigger. We watch LeBron. LeBron go to the hole anybody. Right. Right. It feels like he works so hard to get his 30-something points where I'm worried if Memphis is ever really going to get over that hump and you're just wasting what John Morant is. I, th- I think 
for them to get over the hump, Ja has to approach the game from a mental perspective. Because, yeah, we know you could go to the cup whenever you want, but you have to approach – you have to be smart. I think – I don't think he plays smart enough. Like, LeBron can win games with his mind. Kobe can win games with his mind. Even Jordan, even though they're super athletic, and I think Ja just simply just relies on I'm the most talented guy on the court. But he's got to take that next step mentally for that team to get over the hump. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, man. This is one of my favorite quotes ever. Shout out to Kobe Bryant, man. His basketball mind was just on another level. I'm gonna go back to the same thing he said about James Harden. James Harden was scoring all those points, and every time they got to the postseason in Houston, they would fall on their face. And Kobe Bryant said, "You can't win championships like that." He said, "Everything James Harden does is in front of the defense. They can see you all the time." So if they can see you, they can see you coming. Right. They can set up a wall. They can be prepared for you. What are you doing that's not in front of the defense? And I, I was, and I, and I'm like, and at first when he first said, it, I'm like, what does that even mean? But then he started to go into detail about what it. What does are that you, mean, Kobe Bryant? <laughs> no, literally, what does that mean, Kobe Bryant? Um, where are the back screens for John Morant? Where is he coming baseline off of somebody else's action? And maybe they're, they're, they're dishing to him as opposed to him dishing to somebody else. He never moves without the ball. Everything is in front of the yeah. defense. So, again, so, like, even with the playoff call, that with the double drag, we see you coming. It's like that Cat Williams. Did you know that I can see you? <laughs> like, you can't take me by surprise. Yeah. I see you. Yeah. So... Is that, co- is that more so coaching, knowing how to... Because I feel to, like if he played for Steve Kerr, that would... We would see a better well, version of Ja. Well, again, but 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 look who Steve Curry even came from under, right? You got yeah, Pop Phil. and you got Phil Jackson, yeah. right? So Kobe and Jordan, you're running the triangle. Everybody touches the ball in the triangle. Yeah. So, yeah, Jordan can play iso ball when he wants to. We've seen Kobe play iso ball, but everybody's touching that ball and Kobe's in the post. Yeah. Or Kobe's coming up top. He's in the high post. You don't really know where Kobe Bryant was. Until he got the ball. Exactly. And he's working efficiently where, again, the defense can't see you. And yeah. by the time he gets you don't the know ball, where, you're you don't out know of position. Yeah. I could be in the high post. I could be down low. I might get the ball up top. You really have no clue in the triangle. And with LeBron, because he's a facilitator, he doesn't need the triangle. No. Right? He's running the offense, and he dishes out to everybody else, and all of a sudden he gets the ball with three seconds left and five, shoot a three. Or even like a, a play he uh, – I saw it on Twitter. They called it out. A play he set up. He's coming up the court. I think it was Dennis Schroeder or might or might have been Austin Reeves had the ball. He's coming up and he points to a spot to Rui Hachimura. Looks at him, points to a spot. Rui goes to that spot. LeBron goes and sets an on-ball screen. They help off of that screen. Rui gets a wide open three. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of stuff where it's like it's I made a play without having to make a play. Yeah. And John Moran, and that, some of that comes with age and some of it comes with experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also – he can't shoot like that. Like if John ja Morant is shooting pull-up jumpers, we are living with that. If John ja Morant shoots six or seven from the three, I will tip my cap. I want to probably sh- going to do it again. I want to <laughs> shake his hand. I want to <laughs> shake your hand. And I'm shaking your hand. I'm saying, good game. Yeah. But he can't shoot either. So in the postseason, that doesn't scare me, especially when I got room protection. Yeah. But LeBron could never shoot, so he got better mentally. Because well, LeBron, LeBron can't shoot now. LeBron though. got better yeah. as a shooter. He got yeah. much better as a John shooter. John could get he better developed. as a shooter as well. But you have to develop that mental game first. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah Josh still plays street ball to me right now. <laughs> yeah. Like he's trying to put everybody's head in that room. It's, it's Russell Westbrook all over again, in my opinion. Ugh. Except he's a little bit smarter. Speaking but, of Russ, there we go. He won the game with a defensive play. Uh, the Clippers beat the Suns 115 to 110. Most people have the Suns as the favorites to make it to the make it out west to the uh, NBA Finals. What do you think the Suns would have to do in game two to kind of turn the tide in this series? Me personally, KD has to do more. Like, I get it. You're the new guy in town. Wave everybody off and take over the game. You're still the best scorer in the league. Act like it. Um, Sure. I think some of that is on the team, though. I think I saw a thing. They said in crunch time, Kevin Durant got the ball twice. Wave everybody. Give me the ball. Who? What? But here's my thing, you're though. Not, you're not playing in Golden State no more. Maybe D-Book ain't that guy. And you're not playing in Brooklyn. You're not playing in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Maybe D-Book is like, what do you mean? Get out of your way. Yeah. This is my team. I've been here. Chris Paul's like, what do you mean? What is D-Book? 22? I don't Get care. Out of the way. I, I, I can also put up 60. What are you saying? I'm KD. That's okay. what I'm saying. Again. <laughs> like, okay. It, it took for him to go to a team like Golden State to get that effect, right? Steph was cool with saying, okay. I'll fall, I'll, hey, I played point guard at Davidson one time. <laughs> sure, I'll be your point guard. Yeah. Maybe D-Book is not that guy. And he knows, like Tabree said, yeah, I can drop 60 when I want to. We got to the finals without you, bro. You didn't win, but we Literally got there. Literally just did it. Right? We just got there. We don't need you. But you brought me here to win. Win it all. Again, win, winning changes a lot of things for people. Right? Like, again, Golden State didn't need KD. Because they had already won before him. So I would hope that D-Book sees the value in Kevin Durant. And Kevin Durant is that guy where he just wants to hoop. So you should know that, oh, man, okay, if this guy can go ahead and take over, or even just for a game or two, right, then I don't have to do it for, for four games, five games, six games. Yeah, let me pass it off to him a little bit if he's got it, especially if he has it. Right. But for him to not touch the ball but only two times – Mm, I don't. I, I don't. I don't care who you are. Kevin Durant shouldn't only touch the ball two times. Here's the here's the scariest thing for me looking looking at Phoenix, and I, I think they'll win the series. I do think they'll win the series. I think it won't be easy. It goes seven. Flipper's not gonna make it easy. Russ ain't do nothing else. Russ, that Russ, Russ did a lot though. But Russ, Russ oh, won't, without uh, not scoring the side. Yeah. Russ did a lot, and he guy. won't shoot three for nine. Every night. He's going to have a couple of nights where he goes for 25. Right. Right. He's going to do that. When he's 9 for 27. Still 25. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Here's the the scariest thing to me for Phoenix. Kevin Durant was almost 50% from the field. Torrey Craig was 9 of 12 from the field. Who? Exactly. Craig. DeAndre... (laughs) DeAndre Aiden, 8 of 16. Hot Devin garbage. Book of 10 or 9. 8 of 16? That's 50%. No, I'm just saying he's trash. On, he's garbage. He's just trash. <laughs> D-Book, 10 of 19. Yeah. The only person in the starting lineup who didn't shoot almost 50% or better was Chris Paul, who was 2 for two for 8, who's going to try to be the facilitator in his offense. Who had 11 boards and 10 assists. So yeah. I'm not looking to score. Almost a triple-double. I'm looking to facilitate. Can you expect to shoot better than that from the field from your starters? To me, that is almost maxing out. Almost every starter, minus a guy who's not trying to score, mm-hmm. shot pretty much 50% or better. Yeah. And even KD can, almost had a triple. He had 11 assists himself. Can you expect to get more from them? And if the answer is no, you're in trouble. 
Because this is what you don't got. A bench. Yeah. Who's coming off that bench and giving you points? Wayne Wright? Bismarck uh, Biombo. Josh Akoe. Landale. Terrence Ross. And to your point, what you've what you've been saying for forever now, who's their defensive stopper? Who getting stops? Because Claw got whatever he wanted. What's Claw going to do that? And that's the thing. You looked in the fourth quarter. Who was guarding who? Claw was guarding KD. KD wasn't trying to get that smoke. And I think in crunch time, KD's got to take on that challenge. The, let, let everybody else score. I mean, I guess he can. You have to. I mean, sure. Who's the, but now he, now you're getting worn out defensively, and then you want to also have me put up 25 this shots? Is, this is where Devin Booker comes into play. Let me... Cause who's who's the better defender on, on that team? K, I think KD's the best defender on that team, if we're being honest. Maybe, sure. You got to yeah. put him on Claw okay, in the fourth, sure. and let D Book go off in the fourth on the offensive end. You just said I'm Kevin Durant. Give me the ball, get out of the way. Yeah, give me the ball. It can't be give, both. Yeah, give me the ball early it can't on. Be both. It cannot be both. He played 45 minutes. That's a lot of ball. Devin Booker played 43 minutes. That's a lot of ball. I, I don't know if you can even ask for more of those guys. Yeah. You can't. And not and, and if or if somebody's doing more, that means somebody else ain't getting touches, and then that's gonna be a problem. So yeah, Kevin Durant can go for 40, but is Devin Booker still getting his 19 shots? Probably not. Is he cool with taking 13, 14 shots? Yeah. While KD takes 20, 25 shots? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. If we're winning, yeah. A big problem that I see with this too, honestly, Breeze, I'm looking at look at their bench minutes. Go ahead. There's only one guy that played more, more than seven min- or eight minutes off of Phoenix's bench because they just weren't productive. They're not doing anything, right? If you look at how it spread, it, it seems like uh, L.A. was a very well-rested team that whole game. You got guys playing 18, 13, 24, and 23 minutes off your bench. And that's with a shortened bench because they, they had been playing more guys than that. And giving you 10 and 14 points off that bench. The Phoenix bench did nothing. So if you're just banking off of it, and, and again, I get it. It is KD and it is Book. You got to have something. Again, look what L.A. just did, right? You had, what, four of your starters getting 20 points or more, one guy off the bench. You're getting more from somebody. Yeah. Malik Monk gave you 32 off the bench the other night. Yeah. You got to have something else. So when I'm looking at the stats, I'm like, yeah, KD played a great game. Aiden played a great game. Your bench gave you nothing. And you had nobody playing. You had six people playing all game. And yep. you're looking at those names on the bench. And you can you find a guy that's worth talking about as far as getting buckets? No. So moving forward, that, that could be a problem if they move forward. And we got to give Ty Lue – and the Clippers without PG-13 credit. You know, to for Kawhi to come out and give you 38. That boy G-rated. For Kawhi to come out and give you 30. Rated E for everyone. <laughs> man, shout out I'm to sorry, bro. I'm Shout so out to Pendel. I mean, uh, hey, man, the, the Clippers, they did more with less as far as Elite scoring ability, like yeah, Zubac, he's going to be dominant. I don't think Aiden could do nothing with them. Give me Phoenix in six still. <sighs> I, I think Phoenix still wins. It goes seven but for it, me. I it think, gets it gets harder after this. Oh yeah, in theory, it should. Yeah, in theory, it gets harder yeah. after this. That team, that team right now, can't beat LA in a, in a seven game series. 
I don't want to go there. Oh, I don't want to go there. Y'all be talking mad smoke when it was the Grizzlies. I'm not saying it publicly. I'll say it off air, but I'm not ready to say it publicly. Nah, I, find. I mean, listen, I will, this is what I will say. The Los Angeles Lakers, when healthy, can beat anybody in a seven-game series. They have two of the best I, players in the world. Correct. Anytime they go on the floor, they probably have two of the three best players on the court. Now, there's an argument, right, you know, with a Phoenix team or maybe they go up against, I don't know, uh, a Golden State team. Actually, no. Even so, maybe Phoenix is the only team where you can literally say everybody's healthy. Name the, the three best players on the court, and the Lakers don't have two of them. Yeah, and we got a deeper bench. So at that point, the Lakers can beat anybody in a seven game series. But I am worried about Phoenix. That will be a series where I'm like, I don't know. We really got to be on our p's and q's because I mean, I'm not going to disrespect Kevin Durant. I'm not going to disrespect Devin Booker. All right. So. I think they absolutely are, are dangerous, and I think they will win this series. But man, it, it just looks—it doesn't look as smooth as everybody thought it was going to be. Right. The the other game that I, I wanted to talk about before we move on uh, was the Heat against the uh, there the it Bucks. is one thirty to one seventeen. The Heat came out with the victory. Um, Jimmy Butler, man. <laughs> Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Buckets. He'll go through a season where you're questioning whether he's an all-star, and then come playoff time, he turns into his alter ego, Jimmy Buckets. <laughs> and he went – he played 43 minutes, had 35 points, 11 assists, five rebounds. Um, are the Bucks in trouble? No. Considering that Giannis is hurt, are the Bucks in trouble? Is Giannis out? He may miss the next game or two. Is that what they're saying? It's a lower back contusion. If Giannis is out, then the Bucks are in trouble. But if he's not, if he's not gone for more than a game, I, I still say give me the Bucks. Um, honestly, the Heat could be up three zero, and I think Giannis could come back and they <laughs> they could still win the series. I do think the Heat matchup. They they give Milwaukee fits. I, I know they got swept the last time they saw them in the postseason. They also beat them, you know, in the postseason a couple of years ago, a few years ago now at this point. Um, but even still, man, the Heat, their inability to consistently score, mm-hmm. they averaged 109 points per game on the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they went for 130. But, again, how many more possessions are you getting because Giannis ain't there? And then you lose Tyler Euro, so. Which – and we know what Jimmy does, right? right. We, we know that, okay, Jimmy is good for a 40-burger, at least once a series. But Jimmy's not going to be the guy to consistently give you 35. Right. When he wants to, sure. But then tomorrow, Jimmy's going to have a great defensive game, do whatever, and he scores 21. Right. He could very well have 18 points in game two. Absolutely. All right, so we're taking the Bucks in seven? Depends on how long Giannis is out. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think it'll be a seven-game series. Okay. Breeze, you had a gripe. You got way too many seven-game series going on this first round. I just want to see ball. My man just want to see some hoop. I think that's what it is. I have this game in five. I got Golden State in five. Hold on. Whoa. I got Lakers in five. Really? You said said Clippers Suns in seven. Clippers Suns in seven. You got Bucks and and Miami going seven. That's going seven. Don't you? Seven, even with Giannis? That's going seven. Nah, man. The the, the Heat, they're scrappy. 
sure. in the playoff. Sure. Golden State will take care of business in five. In five? Yes. Interesting. That's a bold statement. It's me. That's a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> this is me we talking my to. My man said, it's my birthday week. I'm going to say some things. Yes. Hey, man. Real quick, you get us cry. out of here. The Minnesota Timberwolves. You buffoons. You should play ether. You goofballs. You thought this would work? You actually thought this was going to work. I don't understand it. I don't understand it whatsoever at all. It never made sense. You gave up four first-round draft picks for Benye Bismack Biombo. Did you see the move that uh? Oh What's my God! The, the spin, Joker put on him the, the jump slowest. stop with the speed, yeah. <laughs> bro. He put that boy in a whirlpool. He thought he was in a jacuzzi, <laughs> bro. Uh, it uh, is. Re- he had eight points. You gave up four first round draft picks for eight points against the Joker, who don't even care about defense. It's the Stifle Tower, bro. Stop <laughs> it. Who they get back stop. for? Stop. Uh, for D'Lo? Nothing. Yeah. No, they got Mike Conley, who's actually a better fit for what they want to do offensively. He's I understand that. He's also 45. <laughs> he, is, he is a little bit older. Yes, he is a older. A little bit. Yeah, like, he is older. What, my age? And I he's mean, undersized. 80, he's 30. 35 that, isn't that like that ain't terrible. My age. Listen. That boy old. Listen. They didn't give up four first-round draft picks for him. I mean, Jim Tristan was that. still at Ohio State with <laughs> Mike right, Conley. You know was right. Mr. Sweater Vest. <laughs> All right, get me out of here. <laughs> He was there with Maurice Claret. Uh, Minnesota it. is about to get swept, probably. They, they very well may get swept. Yeah, and swept. it is going to be hilarious. Nobody thought this made sense. This might be worse than the rust trade. Because at least we didn't give up four first rounders. For yeah. another big man. You, oh, already, yeah. you got two seven footers. What are we doing? Bro, clog in the middle? You got two seven footers, and they still shot 46% from the field. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here, man! Did you see Cat walking in the building? He's like, he's like, it's that time, <laughs> bro. What? <laughs> what? Carl think, Anthony Towns said that. I think I posted it on the IG. And then he went for a monster eleven points. Yeah. It's that time. We in Minnesota now. That man put up <laughs> eleven points, bro. Get out of here. That makes zero sense. Those two combined for nineteen points. They shot eight for twenty from the field. One of seven from three. All seven attempts from Cat, obviously. Uh, yeah. They missing Pat Bev. <sighs> Get me out of here. <laughs> We're going to break. All right, let's take a break. <laughs> The Red Lady Rum Punch is Tampa Bay's Rum Punch, a premium blend of rum with island fruit juice and natural flavor. Perfect for any occasion, including just sipping on the beach. To find it near you, visit theredladyrumpunch.com. Shake well and please drink responsibly. That tuba, that sousaphone. <laughs> hey man, hubba hubba. Oh man, Lamar got to get paid. It's time to get paid. Jalen got paid. Did did Jalen get paid? Jalen got Jail. paid. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. 
Ladies, may we get a word? Hide the money, y'all. There's poor people around. I think what everyone wants to know now is what are you going to do with all this money? Uh, uh, I'm going to reinvest my money into the community. Oh, that's a very nice gesture. What were you Side. <laughs> <laughs> So he gets 110 fully guaranteed at sign-in. Third, oh, oh, okay. Third most ever. And 126.5 fully guaranteed before two years. Second most ever. The deal is five years, $255 million. You really broke that down and threw me way off. I'm looking at like the, <laughs> so I'm like 110. What? See, I studied yeah, for this. I, I, I pulled I, it up and tried to see what the breakdown what was. I, I thought I studied for this. Again, I I, I know that whenever <laughs> whenever we see these players sign these contracts, again, it's a lot of. Make sure you just look at the guaranteed things, money yeah. because you can get rid of a. You, hey, I signed a 500 million dollar contract. Yeah, how what much? Am is I, a, what am I getting? How much is guaranteed? <laughs> yeah. Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Right, so again, I think what annually he's the highest paid ever, and that yeah. that makes a difference to me. Now, is it more guaranteed money than Pat Mahomes? It shouldn't be. It no, it shouldn't. It shouldn't be. But yeah. now, if he's just the highest paid player in the in player in the game, I don't really mind that, and I don't think that you should now set the benchmark at that. Well, before we get into before we get into that. Lamar's tracker, do we think this is a a, a good deal for Jalen Hurts. Do you think he deserved to get this deal this early in his career? No. Yeah. I'm with Breeze. I say yes. Why? Um, What year is he on his rookie deal? Three. So, so what, next year is his fourth year? Yeah. And yeah. he just took a team to the Super Bowl, and in that Super Bowl he played probably better than you would have expected Jalen Hurts to play in that Super Bowl. Do it again. Okay. So, Okay. Why not wait another year? What's the rush? Maybe Philly feels that they want to lock him in. And if that's what they do, again, th- to me, this is the conversation that we've been having about these teams where we know what that team down in Maryland ain't going to do. <laughs> right? But Philly said, I think we have a good thing going. We have a very young offense, a very young defense, and we might be able to run this thing back. So let's, let's lock him in before he wants more money. Because now what if he does take Philly back to a Super Bowl and what if they win? They're probably going to have to get paid more than what he's paying them now. Or what if he doesn't and he declines? Then you overpaid him prematurely, nah, right? It's lost money. I, 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 I'll roll the dice now. Let me, buy, let me buy early before the price goes high. Um, imagine if you had Amazon stock back in 1998. Right. I, they're they're yeah. buying Amazon stock. So you, thought, you think the, the Ravens should have bought into Lamar earlier um if to they, avoid what's happening now no because i don't think they're gonna have to pay overpay okay with that being said lamar tracker Let's go. um i'm trying to i'm trying to double triple check my sources oh you got sources adam chef adam blackner <laughs> <laughs> oh man what was that what was that everybody hates chris episode <laughs> where he was like was chris was it chrissy the black <laughs> he was giving everybody the tips on the gambling. No, you got me. I no? didn't see that one. No, anybody, did anybody see Chrissy the Black episode? Nah, not Chrissy the Black. Come on, man. Anywho, yeah. Um, essentially, I think from what we heard, and I sent it out earlier today, the Ravens have put an offer out there in front of Lamar. The deal is $200 million guaranteed. Right? Is, is Take I it. I I shared out. Signed. Isn't that bro. what they shot him a couple months ago too? No, it was like one 
thirty. I could have swore it was a two hundred million no. dollar guaranteed. No. Okay. No, no way. And what's and what's Jalen getting guaranteed? You said huh? he's getting uh, one seventy nine. Oh. It's one seventy nine. The total guaranteed is one seventy nine. Jalen's getting is one seventy nine. Okay. And you cool with that? As Jalen, I mean, I'm, so on both ends. So if 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 Lamar if if they're offering Lamar two hundred guaranteed, they just gave Jalen. Um, arguably, who had an MVP season, didn't win it. Cool, led your team to the Super Bowl, had a great game in the Super Bowl, and now they're giving him one seventy nine. So, are you cool with offering Lamar that two hundred? And I want—I guess two questions: Are you cool with that? Are you cool if Lamar turns it down? I'm cool with them offering him the two hundred million. I'm not cool with it, it if he turns it down because I think that's what you're worth at this point in your career. You've done everything except take a team to a Super Bowl and win it, mm-hmm. or just take a team to a Super Bowl. At least Jalen. He did enough as far as taking the team to a Super Bowl. As far as the personal accolades, I don't think it 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 stacks up to Lamar. Like Lamar, head and shoulders accolades is better. Mm-hmm. But Jalen did what owners only care about, and that's winning games and going to the Super Bowl. So I think that kind of propelled him a little bit up there in the realm of top top dollars when it comes to quarterback. But accomplishments like Lamar the 200 million is just right for Lamar. I don't think he gets Pat Mahomes money because he hasn't been to the promised land. So you got to take it at nobody should get Pat Mahomes money. Um apparently <laughs> it's it's so hard to keep up with this nonsense. I don't know, I can't even verify that's like a legitimate like new offer if it's like this what was the offer that he turned down. I could like, swear that they offered yeah, him it so much. Ago. It's so cloudy with that situation. This is what I will say. Now, this I've seen, and I fully believe it. Lamar wanted Odell Beckham Jr. to be a Raven. Okay. And once they actually went out and said, here, you wanted him, you got him, Lamar pretty much has to play for the Ravens. Right? Hands are tied. At this point, you said... At some point, and I don't know if it was recent, I don't know if it was before you said it, at some point you had a conversation with the people who make these decisions in Baltimore and said, I want him. Apparently he also wanted D-Hop. D-Hop. Yeah. They said, we can't give you both. We'll give you one. So you gave him the less of the two? That all, he could be tired <laughs> with him. I don't know. But at that point, I do fully believe that Lamar, I, I think I said it last week, mm-hmm. he's going to play for the Ravens. Nobody else is going to bite. He's going to sign the, the offer sheet. He can't afford to sit out a season. Can't do that. He'll be a Raven. He'll play with Odell. I hope he goes nuclear on the field, and then he gets a crazy check next year because if they tag him again, yeah. now that money is like nuts. Yeah. I think it's like 50-plus million they would have to pay him in that well, one season. Now, with, with that Jalen money now. And so now yeah, they, yeah. the number goes up even higher next year, so there's no way they tag him again. Somebody will be paying him next year. And he does have Willie Taggart with him, so. Okay, I mean, next topic. Are you talking about him going nuclear? <laughs> I mean, you know what Willie can do. I mean, <laughs> speaking of Come Willie, on, man. no, why are we speaking of Willie? Speaking of Willie, his former team. All right, there you go. Former former team, the Florida State Seminole played some spring ball. They did on, on Saturday. It wasn't televised. ACC Network. Yeah, weak. 
Maybe you just don't have the right credentials. Hmm. But one of us on this couch has the right credentials. He was actually at the game and saw it firsthand. I was that dope, man. Flew in. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Hey, flew in and flew it out. I'm not driving no more. It is what it is. I work too hard to drive. I would keep asking this: Who flies to Tally? It's the first time I ever heard of people that can afford it. Wow. Yes. Yeah, I said. Even if I could afford it, I'm not flying to Tally. I'm not flying to Tally. Then you can't really afford it. Nah. My time. Listen. My my time is more valuable. It takes me 45 minutes to get there. It takes four hours to drive. Because I make I can make business calls on that (laughs) driver. I'm not. I can listen to a podcast, an album. I'm not getting hey on man. that that crop plane. You t- <laughs> actually, I took it. Tell ass. No, we took a we took an actual. What was it a, a thirty a seventy eight fifty nine? Bro, back. let's yeah. It was, a, it was. I took a jet. You went back, to Tampa man. International, but you had to mm-hmm. walk out to the plane and walk up the steps. <laughs> walk right. up the steps. No. <laughs> no. All right. What did you What did you see out there? You saw a football game this weekend. What did you see? In all honesty, I saw a beautiful thing, which was Jordan Travis, Jared Verse, and a lot of guys in baseball caps early and to me that tells me that there's progress every time we sat on this couch in the last three years breeze what i always say that i'm looking for is because it's been consistent yeah i want to i want to see if jordan travis can take the next step and the fact that we're sitting here and we already know that they're you know in tallahassee they're going to push him as an early heisman candidate Again, if Tallahassee, I mean that's 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 what you that's what your your like school's it, supposed to yeah. do. No, I I love it because I saw what Jordan Travis was able to do, and when you look at his numbers and you compare them to other Heisman candidate quarterbacks, and again the Heisman was down last year. Don't let me get it, like get it twisted, right? If you put, if if Jordan Travis was to win a Heisman, he's not going to be anywhere near what Charlie Ward, Chris Winkie, and and James Winston was. I'm not even pretending like he is, unless he messes around and wins a Natty. <laughs> Boy, but, <all> right. <laughs> hey, you gotta ask the questions sometimes. But you know the fact that he's not the question mark anymore. And in the game of football, quarterback is the most important position on the field by far. So yeah. the fact that he's not the question mark anymore, I like that. What I saw in the trenches is something that you, me, and Herm always talk about. Them boys be looking like you and me them past couple years. Them boys small. <laughs> them boys small. I'm just saying. But they got beef down there. Girth. They got they got girth. Pause. <laughs> and again, when I'm talking about, I'm looking at the the defense. Now the defense did come out and dominated early. And it seems like, okay, well, you know, you're not playing your, you know, your 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 big guys, or uh, does that worry you about the offense? I'm like, well, no, not really. <laughs> because we've known that. That defensive line, once uh, when Fabi went down, that middle was was soft, right? Yeah. You know what's on one side. We got Peyton on the other side. Deloach, Deloach and all them guys are back. It's cool. Now, as far as the secondary, Fentrell didn't, again, didn't really see too much from him. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I, I don't really need to see anything from him because I know what he does. He's a starter. I don't need, I don't need him to prove himself. To me, at that point, I'm looking at the depth that we have. And when it came to the offensive side, that's where I saw all of our depth, right? The depth at running back that's still there. We lost um, uh, Treshawn Ward, right? And in all honesty, Rodney Hill's right there. (laughs) 
Campbell's right there. Like we got guys to step in Desire the way that Holmes. the way that we haven't had for a while in Tallahassee. Right, that level of talent. A few years ago, we said this is the least talented team we've ever seen Florida State <laughs> put on the field. Yeah, yeah. So at this point, I'm like, oh man, we got guys that can come in and spell this guy, spell this guy, spell this guy. That's when you start seeing playoff caliber teams. When you know that, okay, if I if this guy needs a breather, the guy behind him is going to come in, and we're not going to skip a beat. That's what I, to me. I, I, I saw a lot of people talking about the spring game and not seeing. Um, the starters in there or, you know, the the offensive side not playing that well. I'm like, maybe the defense actually just really is that good. Right. And then when we started seeing Tate and started seeing A.J. McDuffie, I'm like, well, okay, it's okay. I want to see those guys play. I don't need to see Jordan Travis. Right. He's locked in. Yeah. So I got more of that from the spring game. I got more depth of anything and seeing what those guys behind us are going to do. Because for a lot of guys, this is it for them. So really, we're not even looking at just 2023. We're looking at 2024 and 25 on that field. Right. And that's what I'm actually liking. After I found the game and I watched it. <laughs> Listen, you, you and Pam were tight about that. I would be. Yeah. Oh, moms went off about that. If yeah. I was home and I couldn't watch, I would be. There's no reason USF should be on the on the TV in Florida State is not, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, what I what I go hoes wait. <laughs> go bulls. I, I, I to hit you with this <laughs> I know you're I am a, a part of graduate. I know you're alumni of the University of South Florida. Whatever. What I like was like you mentioned the trenches. When you look at a, a Georgia or an Alabama team, the first thing you notice is the trenches on both sides. And they mentioned a crazy stat um, about the offensive line. It's going to be a rotation this year. And the, the guys that are going to get in that rotation have a combined of 207 starts on that offensive line. And when you look back in 2018 when Willie Taggart was the coach, we had the worst O-line in the country. Florida State had the worst O-line. People were just getting off. Oh, yeah. Like – FBS, whatever, D2, it don't matter. It don't matter. Oh, I yeah. think uh, Gregory Russo had a, a record against his four sacks. Four something. and a half. I remember. Yeah. Great so, day. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> so to have 207 starts on your offensive line and you got Trey Benson, Lawrence Toa Philly in the backfield, you know, that's, that's crazy. And we're bringing back essentially everybody from a top 20 offense. And you mentioned the leading candidate for the Eisman uh trophy I don't care but he's you know he's essentially that guy and he's going to be protected and you got a new weapon to throw to and uh Tron Kentron Portier number 88 he had he went off had a one-handed catch had a touchdown um yeah man it was just a lot of depth across the board and we look like a contender I'm not going to say we're a playoff team yet we still got to go play games but you look at the wide receiver room, you could play backups at other mm-hmm. schools and they could start. So I'm excited, man, across the board. If I had concerns, it'd be linebacker, but we got enough bodies to throw at it. Yeah, and again, like I, I feel like you bringing back a guy like Kalen Deloach. <clears throat> I always get his I always mess up his name. Um again, he's a guy, I think he had a he had a, a interception. He had a fumble force, fumble recovery. I think he might have had a scoop. And, I think he might have had two touchdowns. Yeah, he had two touchdowns. I think he had a scoop and score. So, again, it's another one of those guys who 
we were watching him last year, and you always saw four around the ball somehow, some way, right? Right, and he's just another one of those guys to me that I think that adds a lot of leadership to that um, to that room with where, Tatum Bethune. Where those, yeah. yeah, if those if those guys are going to be, you know, if they're going to set the bar, and Jared Verson, they were going to set the bar. It's going to make everybody behind them have to meet that level, in my opinion. Yeah. Right. If this is what we're going to do on a daily basis, y'all got to come get this bar too. And now we're seeing people getting flipped and you start seeing a little momentum get built. I feel like there's a lot of buzz. Like there was more buzz in that spring game. Kind of wish you were there now. However, don't do that. I ain't trying however, to However, but no. You didn't want me there. No, I didn't. You didn't want me there. No, I didn't. However, but it, I wish you could have seen the buzz around it. Like, cause even like the, even the atmosphere at Doak was a little bit more exciting. Cause now it's like, I think people are starting to actually believe more in the, in that team now because we saw them do it one year. Now it's like, okay, can we run that back? Right. Mm-hmm. And to me, a lot of people think that we can because it's kind of the same team. And it's, it's just going to carry over in the recruiting. So, again, so now we're seeing people get flipped. And, and it's not just flipping people from, uh, you know, Texas or Michigan. When you're flipping people from Georgia, yeah. when you're flipping people from a defending champion, it's like, uh, okay, they, they see something in you that makes you want to go here. Even if it's just saying, okay, well, I don't think I'm going to get playing time there. That means you could have went to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? But you chose to come to Tallahassee. That means a lot going forward. That's the stuff that we used to do. Yeah. So quickly before we talk about Miami, um, who who's one of the newcomers that you're excited to to see this upcoming season? Uh, why why do I always mess up his name? Vandrivius. Van, is, is that is that how you pronounce it? Vandrivius. That's I, I, my guy. <laughs> I need to I need to call his mom. Let's call him Van. Just call him Van. Yeah, no, nah, Dre. That's his name. That's his nickname. Dre. Dre Jacobs. He has, he has something. I, I, I don't know what I, I can't describe. It's like when you see a, a a wide receiver, you know that the minute you put the ball in his hands, he's gonna make a play. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I think Jordan Travis actually compared him to DJ Matthews, just his playmaking ability. Faster though, much faster. But you, but you, you could see what DJ could do on the field. Now maybe just bad situation, bad timing for him. But I saw it live, and it looked great. <laughs> and I know that he's going to actually play. So I'm kind of cool with it. The smile, hey, the smile that just came across your face. Breeze. It I, makes me uncomfortable. I need you to do that breakdown. I asked you about it a long time ago. That I told you, I think you asked me about a guy that we need to look for. And I didn't mention Hakeem for a reason. I mentioned this guy. This kid. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'm going to do this it. Past, uh, this past season, he led the state of Florida in receiving touchdowns. Okay. I'm Break gonna that do down it. for me. But um, Also like Campbell, by the way. But, well, also like Rodney. There's a lot of guys that I actually like. <laughs> They're not newcomers. They're not newcomers. All right, so not newcomers. Well, I, I know we saw them last year, but not in like a, an extended amount of time. Yeah. And, I, and I feel like, again, with Trayshawn leaving on, I feel like you, you're going to need that third guy. Say I, I don't think that offense is going to change, right? Like Trey is still going to get a bulk of the carries. Tollfield is going to be, you know, whatever he does. Trey Sean was our number one running back until he got hurt, and then Trey just said, "Yeah, I'm actually that guy." Yeah, back then, right. Yeah, so out. now, if Trey if, if Trey Benson is going to be that guy, I don't think Tollfield is necessarily going to take Trey Benson's spot. 
No, he's he's more of a pass catcher out right. of the backfield. And so I feel like Rodney Hill would be that guy now. I like Rodney. I like uh, him a yeah. lot. So to now see him in extended minutes, there's a, there's, there's a lot of talent on that team, which, yeah. I it's smiling a lot. The smile on your face. It feels good. It, 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 it feels good to see a team that you know should be good. It's a good time in Tallahassee. It's right a very now, good time. Right? Let's, you, let's let's transfer over to uh, Coral Gables. And yeah, I'm cool. Talk about what Breeze. What Breeze. What what, what did you see from uh, your Hurricanes? Uh, I'll keep it short because if people want more analysis, I would encourage Let's you to go read. Check your article out. Go read my article sspsports.com. You, I did my biggest takeaways. Huh? I did. I did drop an article. All right, bro. You ain't dropped the one either. Wow. I felt like that was a shot. Wow. You put your mic down. I don't know if you realized. Okay. Apparently he's finished. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go with the, the, the biggest thing is the offense. Um, the offense makes sense again. Sometimes things just don't make sense. Um, the Josh Gaddis experience was short, and that was the best part about it. I said that in the, in the article. Um, this offensive system makes more sense. Um, Shannon Dawson is the new offensive coordinator Comes from Houston Comes from I think uh, Essentially the Mike Leach tree Of running a spread He was there in West Virginia When they had Geno Smith In that offense That it, it fits the personnel much better And the team looks much more comfortable in it And most importantly Tyler Van Dyke Looks much more comfortable in it um, He looks He looks like he understands what the offense is trying to do and where he's supposed to go with the ball as opposed to the Gattis system. It just didn't fit the personnel. I think at some point we could get there the way that Mario is going to recruit, uh, especially the offensive line. You can run an offense like that, kind of like what a Georgia does or what a Michigan does. We just didn't have the personnel for it. So it was just too soon to try to run that. And he didn't seem like he was a personality fit either. A lot of people didn't like him. The wide receivers couldn't stand him. It was. It just didn't. None of it made any sense. But this. This looks like it makes much more sense. So, yeah, that, that was my my biggest single takeaway that the offense looks like it makes sense again. Who's Who's a, a guy that we need to look out for, like a newcomer or just a, a guy that's been there for years and maybe they they are starting to develop into their potential. Any side of the ball. Yeah, any side of the ball. Um, let me ask you about my guy because I feel like I've mentioned him every year. James Williams is, is James. he going to play up to what he's supposed to? He's six five, could move. At he, um, James is missing. He missed the whole spring. He has shoulder surgery. He played. Oh, okay. He played half the season through a shoulder injury, so he had a shoulder surgery when the season ended. So he just got back to practicing. So he didn't play in the spring game at all. Okay. But um, what I what I do think I think this defensive system will make more sense for him. It'll allow him to be versatile. Um, it's going to be more aggressive, which makes sense. The best Miami defense have always been aggressive. We're pinning our ears back. We're getting after people. We're creating havoc. And this defense is going to be a little bit more of that. Also, new defensive coordinator, Lance Guidry. Um, so I think James will benefit from that, uh, from havoc and chaos and, and being able to be part of that. And you can play a little freer as opposed to being stuck in a box. Okay. Um, yeah, um, guy who knew like a like a new kid to the team, like a transfer, like a. I already know who you're probably gonna say. Um, just newcomer in general. Yeah, Ruben Bain. That's, Ruben, yeah, Ruben Bain is the 
This is the best freshman defensive lineman I may have ever seen in Miami. Freshman. Warren Sapp? Freshman. I didn't I didn't get to watch okay. Warren like that. But freshman? Okay. Ruben Bain is one of those like you see the you see the crazy production he puts up in high school. You know, I think he had over 100 tackles both seasons, somewhere like some ridiculous number of sacks each season. Last year, they go out and they beat IMG at IMG, and he just wreaks havoc on that offense. And you're like, okay, cool. It's, it's high school. school. Yeah. And he's not, he's not the biggest kid. He's not 6'5", 260. He's not. He's very thickly built, but he's only like 6'2". He's just one of those kids that just gets it. Like, for whatever reason, he just understands what rushing the passer looks like um, and his ability to, to react what an offensive lineman is doing. He went against um, – he went mostly against the second unit, and it just wasn't fair. I think he finished the day with three and a half sacks. Um, he went up against Samson Okanlola, five-star tackle, who is 6'6", uh, I want to say like 330, and he bull rushed him one time. And, like, Samson is just on his heels, just trying to stay alive. And I'm like, that's not that's not how that's supposed to look. That's not right. how I thought that would go. <laughs> Because I'm watching that match, and I'm like, okay, let's let's see. True freshman on true freshman, five-star tackle, highly touted, you know, D-lineman. And he was he put him in a blender. He was working Samson a little bit. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Reuben Bain, I said in the article, I think Reuben Bain, depending on who comes back, might be the best player on the team next year. Sheesh. He lines up inside, lines up outside. He's versatile. Um, and in his mind, they just say he just works. He just where he does the interviews. He sounds like a third year guy when he speaks. You can tell he understands ball. He loves the game. Um, I'm super excited about Ruben. He's running third now, understandably so. I think Akeem Mesador is one of the one of the better DNs coming back um, in the league. Uh, graded very very highly. Nigel Kelly is also highly touted. Is going to be really good. Uh, Ruben is going to be hard to keep Ruben off the field though. Yeah, keep him third, um, or at least until you play us. Uh, he he's listen. He's going to get on the field. He's running. He's like it's one of those like you. It's like we have to find a way to to get yeah, him. It's out almost there. like Jalen Ramsey. There's no way he's not touching the or Derwin James. He's gonna see the field as a freshman. He has to, even if it's and maybe it's just in uh, third and long. Package, and yeah. yeah, maybe it's a package type package, thing. But yeah. man, I, I I'm very excited about Ruben. All right, uh, do we want to talk about the Gators or do we want to snooze fest? <laughs> <laughs> Hated it. <laughs> no. All right. Clint ain't here. Play some crickets. They're, they're, uh, I thought it was funny. Keep them. Uh, they got uh, four-star wide receiver Andy Jean from Miami I, Northwestern. I like that kid. Uh, he was at Miami spring game on Friday. <laughs> Somebody said he spent he spent the uh the whole spring catching pass from Graham Mertz and was like, God darn, I made the wrong I, decision. I to see somebody else. He came to the dope. We were walking behind him after the game. He was he was committed to Miami oh, at one point. He was on the the cart. And the Florida State fans were telling him he might as well commit. I think it was after we beat uh the Gators. Um, Florida yeah. has. Of the big three, by far the worst quarterback situation going into the season. Hey, the, the portal's got to get played. The portal's still open. Yeah, is, they, back their open. quarterback is the portal. <laughs> they got that quarterback from the portal. Graham Mercer's came from Wisconsin. All right, man. Hand I mean, the ball off a lot. I mean, it sucks for them, which is fine with me. Fine with me. 
Hey, nothing like college football in April. There you go. Oh, I have one too. Wow. I completely understand the, the questions that, that are going to come. I just want to ask you one question. I know that these questions could go on and on each and every day. I just want to ask you one question. Is that a real question? What, what you want me to say to that? I just want to ask you. Why you gotta be so negative? I think about that. I don't know. You should ask questions. I just wanna ask you. That's a great question. One question. I get to go first? Yeah. I got a question. I think this might be my segment. Poll of the week. I did a Twitter poll this week. And I got some some input, some feedback from people. My question was, is that me sounding like that? Like the fuzz is me with the fuzz? Hmm. Is that better? Yes. Maybe maybe the no, instrumentals is just no, making it sound better. Nah, no, you good. And now I, I want to ask this to you guys real quick. Who has a better chance to advance to round two? Memphis without John Morant or Milwaukee without Giannis? Wait, this was my question. <laughs> oh, was it? <laughs> was it really? Did you steal it from my Twitter poll? No. Like, no. This was my question. You sure you didn't vote? I voted, but it wasn't my question. It wasn't my question. <laughs> I mean, it, you stole my question. How? I didn't. How? You stole my question. This is my segment. This is my new thing. Poll of the week. I'm going to read it again. I'm going to poll people. Who has a better oh, chance? Pause that. Who has a better chance to advance to round two? Memphis without John Morant or Milwaukee without Giannis? Milwaukee without Giannis. 100% of the people said Milwaukee without Giannis. Yeah, I was a little surprised. I'm not. But Memphis was a really good team without John Morant. Yeah, the Lakers are just a really good team. Is that what it is? It's yeah. the matchup. It's the Lakers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to shout out Dylan for the second week in a row. Okay. Because I also went back and I'm like, hey, anybody who voted, let me know why you voted Milwaukee. Uh, his response was that they have playoff level experience to get, you know, to deal with adversity. Uh, he's like, even without um, Giannis, the Heat are going to have to bring their A game every night to beat them. Um, he's like, Grizz without Ja is good. Uh, he's like, but you got a date with the devil with the fakers, which is unfortunate. He says he calls not the, faker. the fakers. Is he a Knicks fan? Yeah, exactly. Come on. All right, bro. He's not going to ruffle my feathers. I mean, you legit call them the, the, the flippers every time you get a chance. It's actually a rivalry, though. Like, I hate them. Wait, is that a, is that a, really a rivalry? It's actually not because they've never won you play in our You play yeah. in our arena. It's not a rivalry. It's bro. not a rivalry. Yeah, it kind of is. They've never won anything. It's, it's by default, though. That's, it's, a, it's, it's a lightning it's Panthers little brother. rivalry. It's like beating up on your little brother. It's not It's not even close. They've never won anything. Hang a banner for, your, for winning the regular season matchup with us. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I, but I thought that was interesting though, and the reason I asked is because Memphis does have a really good record without mm-hmm. John Morant. Um, so does Milwaukee, but the Heat have had their number, and yeah. you know they beat them in a series recently with Giannis. So without Giannis, I'm like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, to me, to me, Milwaukee winning um, games without Giannis shows a lot of championship experience. It's like Golden State winning without Clay. If they didn't have a championship, would you feel the same? Uh, I haven't seen them win without Giannis before he won a championship. So I don't, I don't, I don't know that comparison. Okay, but I still think they got a lot of a lot of pieces. They got crazy eyes, eyes. Uh, Drew, Drew Holiday. They've got Middleton who could mm-hmm. go get buckets. You know, they've still got a, a lot more deeper teams, a, a lot deeper of a team with guys on the team that could go get a bucket. I don't think. Okay. Dylan Brooks and uh, Bain, 
Desmond Bain could, you know, do the things that Middleton and uh, Drew Holiday could do. Yeah, and, and didn't, didn't Breeze just say any team in the league that faces the Lakers, you're probably going to have only two or one of the best three people on the court. Yeah. The, the Lakers have AD and LeBron. Yeah. Miami don't have that. They got Fair Jimmy enough. and Bam when he wants to show up. Idris. No, he is Idris until otherwise. He didn't play like a Bam to me. Yeah, Bam, he's been off. And Idris. Then, and then you got Tyler's out. So, so yeah. yeah. How you break your hand diving for a ball? Tussle. It was impressive that he broke his hand and then came back and hit a and three. Hit a shot. No, yeah. he missed. No, he <laughs> no, missed. No, he made a three in the corner. No, 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 he made that three Watch in the it again. He missed. What? Did he? No. Yes. He, he I thought that. he made that yeah. corner three. Yeah, he made he a corner made three. He airballed. No, he didn't. We'll look at Go it. Watch we'll it. look at it. Because <laughs> I watched it several times today. He missed. I could have swore he made that. But kudos sure. to him for having the stones to shoot drunk it. all weekend. I mean, Kobe Bryant also made a free throw on a torn Achilles. Shout out to the GOAT. One of the GOAT. One of the GOATs. I take that. That's a good way to go out. We out.